much happened after Kedith and I woke in the busy streets of Draftmoor. We had been split from the others and somehow were missing for a few days. That was a shock, to say the least. What was more shocking was seeing a behemoth of a dragon come into the town, our friends close behind it. The beast tore into a building looking for something, or someone, and being unsuccessful in its search, it flew off, leaving evidence of someone Rocknose behind. Scattered bits of clothing and equipment left in the wake of the dragon's destruction brought us to the conclusion that Rook's ex, whom we learned is now bishop, is being hunted by the ancient creature for some unknown reason. After all of that, Kadith, Rook, and Zeros all left to the shipyard to procure us passage to Tregas, where Kadith met his old captain, whom after hearing about Sol, God bless her, agreed to take us. Not without us putting in grueling work aboard the ship first. During the three's outing, Arya and myself went to the local inn to find a place to sleep for the evening. Unfortunately, we did not have the funds to buy the lover's suite, but, fortunately, Arya's charm and good looks won the innkeep known as Diavin over. He offered to pay the remaining half for us so long as Arya agreed to date, which she did. The room itself was interesting, definitely meant for more, um... Personal things, very intimate to say the least, and poor Kadeth happened to open a small drawer and was met with items he wished he hadn't seen. That gave us all a good laugh. After our exploration of the room, we all hunkered down to wait out the storm, rest and get ourselves ready to leave at dawn. Arya returned from the date a while later, drunk and happy, taking some time to have a heart-to-heart -heart with Kadith about the monstrous bard that tricked her and broke her heart. I was asleep not long after she returned, but something tells me Rook and Kadith also had spoke for a while that night. Here's the hoping the storm has cleared and we set sail in the morning. Hi everybody, I'm Corey. I'm the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ Master. I'm here with the party. Say hi, everybody. Yolo. Hello. Hello. Hello there. Happy Halloween. So Happy I'm going to do Halloween. this multiple times up until um, till January. Um, about midnight, uh, the first of the year, we are starting a new podcast. It is called Night Owl FM. Um, check us out. It'll be out soon. We've already got the Patreon, or not the Patreon, the Podbean up. We're working on getting it stitched out to Google Play and iTunes and and Spotify and all those places that you can get your podcast. So keep an eye out because promo's out there right now. If you haven't heard it, go ahead and listen to it. Um, we're just we're just getting geared up. So uh, let's switch from that. Uh, thank you guys for letting me do that that kind of shout out. Let's go ahead and do intros. By the way, happy Halloween. Everyone, <laughs> best day of the year. Uh, I I think it would be a miss not to say. All right, let's go ahead and start with Scooby Doo. <laughs> I'm I'm not even gonna try to do the Scooby voice because I won't do it long. So, hello everybody. <laughs> I'm Dust. I or Scooby. Uh, but I will be playing Zeros, the Dragonborn Barbarian Lich. All right, uh, Maxwell. Hi, I'm Max Rodeo, and I'll be playing Kadith, 
The great old ones, Warlock. What are you dressed as? I'm dressed as an MIT graduate. Yeah. Alright, uh, let's go with Arya. Hi, I'm Lily, and I'm playing Arya, our divine soul sorcerer. Woo! I'm also dressed as Arya. Yay! You are. Alex? Hi, uh, I'm Alex. I am playing and am dressed as a little bit in terms of the makeup. Um, Rook, uh, your paladin, half elf, half orc. I forgot all my words halfway through introducing myself. That. I am that. Uh, and last but not least, Sierra. Hey, everybody. I am not dressed as anything today. Um, you my are name valid. Is Sierra, and I am playing Arum, the glamour bard slash druid. We haven't left the hotel yet. It is no. the morning after uh, that nice long rest. Um, you know, uh, let's let's say you guys let me get sleep, you get a full rest, recover HP, recover spells, all of that stuff. Uh, the next morning, it will be uh, pretty dreary out. Actually, the rain is still hitting pretty hard. Um at least on the bright side. Uh, there's no thunder and lightning, which could be both a good thing and a bad thing, right? Good thing is it's not as heavy as it was the day before. Bad thing is if there's anything in the sky, you really can't see it. <laughs> so there's there's a toss-up there, almost. But uh, the hotel will bring up a complimentary breakfast. Uh, it will be on a cart, uh, everything kind of covered in cloches. So those little metal, for those of us who don't know what a cloche is, it's those little metal like coverings that they put on food to make it fancy. Um, they have made uh, three towers of pancakes. Fresh syrup. Uh, they have sugar, uh, kind of like powdered, like it's been ground really well in the mill, uh, off to the side. And then fresh strawberries uh, to an, into a bowl on the other side of it. Uh, just, just something light. Uh, they've got another bowl of yogurt sitting in the back with, uh, like, granola uh, and, like, a small little cup to the side of that as well. So just kind of like one of those little fluffy, relaxing breakfasts for vacation or something. I'm and going I'm out for the pancakes. <laughs> I'm starting to feel spoiled here. They've got two types of pancakes. Well, they have blueberry pancakes and then they have normal pancakes, both very kind of like, I wouldn't say thick, but they're, they're hefty. Uh, they've got weight to it. So like, cause back then they had to use full butter, full cream, full milk, everything. It's almost like a light cake rather than a pancake, but it also adds to the flavor cause it's got that butteriness, uh, to the actual pancake itself. Yeah. So it's like the pancakes my mom used to make. Alright, bet. Uh, yeah. Rook. I don't know. I would assume Rook has had a blueberry before, but I don't actually know. She's gonna common. go for the blueberry ones, because she probably hasn't had a blueberry pancake. Um, I think, uh, so there is a variant, uh, that you guys would have in and around Novaska Forest. Uh, they're called elderberries, uh, but they're oh, not... Well it's, it's not like the elderberries that we know here. 
Oh, okay. um, they're more of like a tart blueberry in the Vesca forest. Okay. Noted. This is concerning. Blueberries are already quite tart. Yet. Oh, they get, they get tart, tart. Like, mm -hmm. uh, they're probably the most optimal for like flavoring mead. Uh, well, on, that like makes sense. Flavoring. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably what I've had is 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 mead. Yeah, okay. I'm eating the pancakes. Yeah, just grabbing the the plain ones for zeros and just devouring them. I want to finally mess around with the little machine that I was given by Merlin. Okay. Figure out how it works and how to make it work. Uh, roll me, roll me an Arcana. Seventeen. So this uh, creation is kind of like a small little briefcase, like a suitcase almost, but it, it works in, in two functions. Um, you can place a crystal and it has varying sizes. It's got like four little arms that'll clamp around the crystal and keep it in place while it's doing what it does to them. Now, pretty much a lot of crystals will do, but the most common one well known is is kind of like this almost clear see-through crystal those hold magic probably about far more than any others um there are two circles with little wines like crankshafts um and what happens is if uh you, you crank them and you either speak into this like provided little dotted box that kind of can be lifted up like a little arm you can record something or uh, there is a little, uh, another little arm right next to the box uh, that has like this crystal. It's a little tiny one, teeny, teeny, tiny. Uh, but what it's supposed to do is kind of capture what's in front of it. And you have to have somebody kind of holding and moving the gear. It's fairly simple, but the way it's built is it can only do one or the other. There are processes that could potentially make it do both but you're really going to have to kind of mess with uh, the inscriptions, the insignias, uh, the arcane runes on it. But it, feasibly, it's possible. All right. I'm going to sit down with everybody else and start eating while I start tinkering with it. All right. Um, fix it. I'll, since you got a really good on your arcana, go ahead and give me another arcana for the tinkering and get advantage. I like getting advantage. That always makes me feel so much better. 18. There you go. Nice. Solid. All right. I will let you know when you're... Because you'll, you'll probably have to make a couple of Arcana rolls for that, but I'll let That's you know. That's good. We're about to have so much time sitting <laughs> on a boat. <laughs> yeah, but you're on a boat, though. I don't get seasick. <laughs> I'm like, <"Lama."> <laughs> <laughs> Look, Rook doesn't know that. I know that, but the Rook uh, doesn't. It's okay. Yeah, Kadath. Yeah. Yeah. Seasick among us, the man from the sea. <laughs> I suppose you're seasick because you died. He's sick of the sea. <laughs> when he gets sick, he throws the sea. There you go. Anyway, 
Arcus feasting on the pancakes. Just the pancakes. Huh? No, I can think of a seafood. Sushi. No, I want sushi. He's desperately. I don't, but appreciate it. Uh, we're gonna take a quick moment because I have, I have ADHD. Everybody knows this. I think at this point, if you know me, I have ADHD. We, I have this thing that I like to call safe food. Who has muted Max? Um, Somebody's oh, server muted food. him. Looks like yeah. Corey has muted I, him. I, I did that by mistake. I apologize, Max. When <laughs> Sierra was doing her intro, I heard a lot of clickety 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 clicks. I literally was probably for me. I literally was talking the entire time. Buddy! And, <laughs> and you and I made the same joke at the same exact time about getting sick of the sea, and then nobody was bringing up anything, and I, and I started talking, and then Alice and Alex cut me off, and I was like, what's going on here? I was, I like, was roasting you, and you couldn't come back. I'm sorry. I did. I was like, hey, knock that off. And then nobody responded, and I was like, wait a minute. And then finally I looked at the server, because I was in roll 20, and I was like... Oh, I'm I'm muted, and then I tried to click unmute. It's like you've been server muted, and I was like, "Hey, buddy." I'm so sorry. You're good. So what what would Kadath be doing for breakfast? Let's. I was gonna say he back. would probably be peckishly eating at some of the stuff, but he'd look out the window, notice that's still storming. Give me a perception. Like we're leaving the look out the window. Yes, sir. Oh my god. Mm. Character sheet closed down. Do you hear Percy screaming in the background? We apologize. A 19. Okay. Uh, so, you're going to notice that the way your guys' room is angled, you have uh, kind of two streets to look at. You get the main street through the windows out front, and to the right, you've got kind of this catty corner street, which you guys kind of walk there to get to the hotel. And you can see down the way those those pieces of stone of the building that got destroyed. They're all being combed and picked through by guards. By guards. Yeah. Okay. Well, of course. I mean, it is this is an incident in town, so they're probably investigating. But who knows? Trying to make sure that they weren't like looters. No, no, they're <laughs> definitely guards. Uh, full plate armor, metal helms. Um, some people are either you know kind of. Uh, equipped with long swords or, or like glaives or like yeah and it, it looks like the rain's gonna keep up doesn't look like it's gonna clear up anytime soon yeah the rain is well it's a lot better than it was yesterday but it's still hitting heavy um the the volume of water coming down is still about the same as yesterday you don't have thunder. You don't really have lightning. You have some dark clouds. But, I mean, it's it's not as heavy as it was yesterday as far as, like, thunder and lightning striking every 30 seconds or, or any of that. Looks like we'll be leaving today. Which means we'll have to find somewhere to stay for tonight. Any ideas? We can't be here. We can't afford this again. Hmm. I mean, we could try 
sweet talking the the guy again maybe he'll give us another discount do we have enough for the discounted price it'd be everything i have left and some of my money as well yeah i i only have nine gold well the problem was they had an entertainer booked for last night i can see if they have one booked for tonight Good idea. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, worst case scenario, one of us goes on a date with him. <laughs> That's not the worst case. Well, of well, course it's not the worst case. I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, I also said it I'd take the funny. bullet. <laughs> I actually do want to see that. <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> I'll have you know I was very smooth in my my time. How how long has it been since you've been on a date, Zeros? No, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> well, we never really dated. I mean, if you count it like getting into a, a unarmed combat with with the, your I suppose it date a date. I do. It, I do. Okay. Okay, then, yeah, it's been about 30 or so cycles. I mean, mm. years. Mm. <laughs> for zeros. Um, it's been relatively quiet for a while. Okay, um, I know. We all have these things called intrusive thoughts. And you find yourself halfway through this conversation uh, where you just kind of have this, like, flash of like you could do this in like an instant and you just kind of picture yourself shoving your sword through the back of Rook's skull why is it always my skull is he speaking to you currently yeah that's fair I would then like you to roll me a d4 oh no oh no <laughs> rub, rub Scooby Doo's head for, for luck <laughs> I love it. It's like you're a makeshift Cerberus. I know. Yeah. So Got that your puppy. current health will lower by three points, which is what was rolled on the die okay. for today. If you feed eventually, you will regain those. But you will. It, it's kind of like it, it's almost like necrosis. Uh, necrotic energy, except you know, normally necrotic energy heals you. The this one is more like it's just kind of pulling that from you. It's clear you're hungry. Your phylactery needs something. Mm. You know, uh, it, it's gonna com like completely change the conversation. Mm. Yeah. Uh... You know, if if need be, I I could talk to him. <laughs> I I again, I actually do kind of want to see that, but I I feel like he might not go for you. I I don't know, based he on might the just fact be that he has something about the way he was talking to you or the uh, comments that he made when he came and brought you the brush and all of he that. He called you gross. He did. I mean, some people are into that, but I don't think he is. Mm. Rosa. 
and suddenly he's in the room. Hello. Just pulling back memory. <laughs> like a flashback. I know. Well, well, we need to figure out something and mm. fast. There will be a knock at the door. Okay, I'm gonna go get it. Um, you'll open it up. There is a dwarven gentleman in Whoa. very elegant, uh, uh, kind of uh, full plate. I guess it would be most likely accumulated to that. It's it's weird because it's like a breastplate mixed in with regular stuff. So it's like kind of like half plate or such, maybe. But it's very elegant. Right, so it's got swirls and all kinds of like details uh, in the frame of the armor. Uh, his beard, brown, will be kind of tied and it's got like little charms inside of it, well kept. His hair pulled back, um, and uh, to his to his side, he'll have like a large kind of mace. It's not branded, you know. It's it's just kind of like on his back. Um, but he'll look to you and say. Uh, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking for the, uh, the person who went through a demolished house yesterday. We got reports that uh, she was to, she, she came here uh, and stayed in the room. I spoke with the man up front. He said I could find her here. Why? It's going to fade into the wallpaper. Well, uh, we know the dragon had occurred, but we're trying to pinpoint what occurred and why. Um, she's not in trouble. We just need to ask questions. <laughs> um, I'll open the door a little bit more. And... That that would be me. Oi, uh, wonderful. Uh, might I be able to bother you for a few simple questions? So long as they're simple, yes. Right, simple for me. What do you want? Uh, okay, uh, he'll pull out this this notebook. All right, first question: uh, What were you doing on the night of last night uh, during the? He looks down at the destruction of the current stone-faced building on the northern side of town. Do you mean when the dragon took the roof off of the building? Yes, I didn't like these. <laughs> yeah, don't don't use those. Just use your brain. I have to. Um, I was walking into town, quite literally. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and why? What are you walking into town? Uh, we are currently on our way to charter a ship. Okay, wonderful. Uh, do you, for any reasons? Wish death upon the owner of the building, or have you had any negative interactions with the owner of said property? I have no idea who owns said property, so no. How about the person currently renting the property? Do you have any ties to... Uh... You know, I don't have her name here. Uh, I'm not a... entirely sure who it is, so... Uh, did she... I guess this is a DM I would have to ask. What yes. would she normally fill out as a name for paperwork for like renting rooms and such like that? Oh, oh man, I okay. 
she definitely would not put either her real name or the code name. Um, I think she'd change it up every time. Like, I imagine that would is what keeps her so hard to track. Okay. Um, so it could be anything. Uh, he will just ask, uh, and, and she's probably used the, she's probably got like a rotation, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he'll use a word in that rotation. He'll, he'll say, what, do you have any ties to Mrs. Bringle? Mrs. Bringle. It's one of her like um, six rotations. She stole it from the Brinkle Woods down by Dalesville. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, uh, I was not aware that she was renting the property, and uh, no, I don't believe I have any ties to a Mrs. Bringle. Wonderful. On the night of the occurrence, mm. why were you seen digging through the personal aspects of the person? Uh, I, I have no interest in being dishonest. Um, I am a member of this group that you see before you, Thank and... You. Uh, we were interested to find out who was taken so that uh, we might find out about as much as you are trying to find out now. Wonderful. And you said a person had been taken. Had you seen any signs of kidnapping and or uh, uh, snatching? Uh, I don't believe I saw the dragon had anyone in its clutches, but um, I mean, it is kind of obvious one has been kidnapped when a dragon takes the roof off of a building and uh, suddenly there are personal effects that are unorganized. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, and, and no person. Just to make sure that uh, we're getting as accurate information as possible, what sure. type of dragon would you say that you had seen uh, ransack the property? I believe you would call it a wind dragon? And a uh, rough estimation of mm. age. Oh, God. Do I know that information? I, I seem to remember it was on the edge of ancient, right? Yeah, just just kind of, yeah. I mean, y you could just say, like, adult or, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think he's just looking for, like, baby to adult something within that. Sure, general age range. Um, she goes, uh, well, if I'm quite honest, I'm not good with numbers or estimating ages. I don't like to assume. But I would put it at, uh, very large, which would generally lead me to believe it is ancient. Okay. Right. Probably not uh, something you want to mess with. No problem. Well, uh, unfortunately, we will have to send word to Graydon, um, who will most likely send out dragon slayers, as it has now entered the realm of human living, and it will most likely then need to be put down. So. That makes good and proper sense. Uh, no need to stick around. Uh, I don't seem to find any ties with you to the situation. Appreciate you for your time. It was quite helpful. The information we gathered will go quite well with our investigation, and uh, thank you for doing your civic duty. Of course. Uh, happy to be of service. Um, uh, what was your name, sir? Uh, Gethric. Gethric. Good to meet you. Yes. Uh, if you need anything or anything else comes to mind, uh, I will be at the Southern Gate. Uh, which, of course, you know, seems a pretty shut and closed case, but uh, again, thank you. Of course. Good day, sir.
to leave. As soon as the door shuts, Rook just goes, That would not be the first time I've lied to members of authority recently. You are scarily good at it. Thank you, I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> Believe me, Naveska mm. is far worse than that guy. You should probably you wait until, you know, the door's been closed for a while. I'm, I'm not going to talk loud enough for him to hear through a soundproof door. This room is built for people I, who I are very much in love. I would agree with Rook here. Considering the contents of this room, I think it is safe to assume that it is more or less soundproof. We don't know that. I mean, the people, the person who had this building commission could be freaky. They might, they <laughs> might just want to hear the things go on in this room. I'm sort of weirdo. I'm gonna open the door. <laughs> is he still there? No, he's gone. Great, I close the door. We're fine. Well, now that that's out of the way, what are we doing about the room situation? I mean, we could go check at the docks and see if we can leave, regardless of the rain, and then come back and talk to whoever's at the desk and see if we can get another room or another night at a discount. Hmm. Otherwise, there's always my parents' place. I'm not saying that out loud, but... <laughs> I mean, if anything, sleep outside. It's not like the first time I've slept in an alleyway. It is a fair point. The bed is very nice, though. Mm. It was very comfortable. I don't sleep anymore, so I'll take your word for it. How was the bathtub? You know, I can't really feel things anymore, so I just <laughs> imagine that the water felt good. Honey. Very disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. You smell nice. That's a good thing, at least. Uh, thank you, I needed that. That'll keep my smile for the day. <laughs> you also notice that like the entire time we've been talking as he's sitting on the table his claw has been kind of like scratching through the mm -hmm. the wood like a nervous twitch right, that well. is mahogany you should be careful with that there's at least no point in sitting around dallying you should get moving So to the docks. Hmm. What would I know if my captain would normally leave in weather like this? Um, it really depends. Um, but you, you don't think he would immediately without at least filling the, the missing uh, crew. Right? Um, currently, he said he was like down four or five people. So chances are he wouldn't be he he wouldn't be looking to leave so soon. 
Um, and he did make a deal with you. Um, so likelihood is he's already got the people he needs. He's just waiting for what he would hope uh, to be the, the perfect kind of you know, flight path, so to speak. No, I'm trying, but I don't see it happening. At least we'll get a good a walk in the rain out of it. Hmm. Get it to lead the way. Okay. Uh, you guys will uh, kind of head on outside. The rain is going to be heavy. Uh, but no lightning, no thunder. Um, it will take minutes for you guys to get drenched. Um, as you as you head to the docks, you will see that the boat is at least getting packed up. Uh, new provisions for food, uh, barrels of water is being brought onto the ship. Um, you see that that large uh, dragonborn gentleman just kind of taking stock. Uh, with, with like a book of parchment and uh, some sort of a pen of some kind. And the ship in and of itself has seen a few repairs, a few dozen repairs, uh, two or three of them still being worked on currently. Um, and it's it's go- undergoing some currently, uh, some debarnacling. Uh, so you've got some guys kind of on ropes and these lovely seats with a bucket and a knife just kind of picking the barnacles off the side of the ship. It will approach the gangplank. Captain. Yeah, what are you? Oh, it's you. <laughs> How you doing? What? No shit, Sherlock. When are you thinking of leaving? If all goes well, later tonight. We're still tracking the school of unifish. Yeah, I know. Good eats, though, if you can kill one. Bro. Anything I can do to help? Uh, not really. Unless you can magically make those fish move. Let me look at my spells really quick. Actually, that might be something I can do. This voice destroys my throat. Uh, do I have fear yet? Don't have fear yet. I'm I'm looking at my list too. Do I, I know what unifish are scared of? Like mm. nothing. Their only natural predator is a dragon turtle. I can't make something that big. Would they be scared I... of a baby dragon turtle? Any dragon turtle. All right. Because even a baby dragon turtle is the size of a small island. Oh well. Not something that would fit in a twenty-foot cube, eh? Probably not. I could try. Mm. Maybe they're to them. Mm. 
I could try to kill. Oh, I didn't mean to actually click it, but I was saying I could try to you, kill him. You want a hunger of Hadar then? <laughs> well, it depends how close are they hit the ship. It, that, it does depend, yeah. Um, also, let me put this into perspective for you. A unifish is challenge rating one. Um, a school of unifish is somewhere between... The minimum is like 20 to 30. The maximum is 2,000. No. And that's only the ones on record. We still don't know if they have bigger schools farther out into the ocean. Only I had the fear spell. That could get him to move. Maybe we should just wait. I have speak with animals. I do too, but I don't think trying to talk to him is going to do anything. Yeah, I don't want to get shanked again in another life. Nothing I can do to help yet. I'm getting close, though. Good. Well, as it goes now, by nightfall we should be ready to dock out. So be here. Bye. If you're not here, I hate to say it, we're going to be leaving without you. Understood. Uh, let's see. If there is anything necessary for your people that is special make sure you have it you know how it goes we can only provide food and water see you tonight hit it well hit up a turn let the others know Nice. We need to find out what to do for a day, then. We're just side-eye zeros. What? What did I do? <laughs> uh, nothing. I s Somehow I don't think they're going to be able to provide the kind of food you actually need. I, I, willingly. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm almost like, just like, scratching. I have a thought. It's gonna be a stupid thought, but I am stupid, so it makes sense. How do you feel about hunting a unifish? You think that would count as uh, food? Fish don't have fish souls. Have souls. Fish don't have souls. That's. <clears throat> oh, it was worth an ask. <laughs> Uh, besides, I don't, I don't want to try to hunt one because if they're, if it's a school, I ain't no mm -hmm. way that one's going to just be by itself, but could easily be surrounded. Fine. And besides, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. I can wait till we get to peace or whatever. We'll, we'll find something. Yes. How long is the, uh, the travel across? Um, well, uh, the boat travels somewhere around, uh, 30 feet per day. 30, 30 mile feet? Miles. 30 miles per day, sorry. 
I'm so used to a smaller boat or to a smaller frame of boat travel. So it is 147 to 150 miles. Five days. Roughly. And that's considering you hit good water, right? If it does continue to rain and gets a little more choppy, harder to, to deal with on the ocean, there is a chance that, unfortunately, it could take a day or two off your journey. Uh, or it could add a day or two onto your journey. So it's, mm. boat travel is somewhat not efficient bad weather. Mm-hmm. She was asking in cactus, I assume. Five days, assuming all goes normal. So then, zero is at worst. Can you stand another week of not? Eating? Hold on. Of course! Alright, that actually rolled good. Okay, insight. (laughs) Yeah, alright. Alright, well, if you're sure. Um, I'd still like to see if I can perform here before we leave. Yeah. That would be nice. You need anything I'd... for the trip, anybody? Anything that isn't food or water? I think that we've got everything on us that we need, honestly. I think so, yeah. Alright. I'm going to see if there are any spell components that I need. Uh, you can go, you guys can go on while I look. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Uh, I mean, I don't mind, you know, staying for four months, but I, I think I'll wander around town for a little while. Haven't been to Draftmore and quite some time, so just like to see it. Well, um, as you guys kind of walk through, Draftmore is well known for the intricate details and art they put around town. Uh, mm. It is, in all intents and purposes, probably one of the fanciest places in all of Talalia. Um, they, they, they pretty much made a deal, uh, with Bravo to, to kind of buy some of the most intricate carvings of stone, uh, and then have that kind of placed throughout the buildings and stuff like that. Uh, they have good word, woodworkers in the city and town to make sure that, uh, the wood has a lot of very lovely details into it. That being said, um, it is the best way to put up to it. It it is uh, very judgmental. Uh, These people are very hoity-toity. They will look at you as though you are paupers. They will look at you as though that you are, because you are adventurers, you have 
all this armor and gear and, and stuff like that, you were not among their high society. And so even walking through town, you get this feeling like you don't belong. Uh-huh. It's almost like being home. <laughs> I hate this place. Hmm. Uh, Arya's gonna do what she always does when she feels uncomfortable and she's gonna play the flute and try to take some of the negative energy out of the area. Where's Paula? There you go. Yeah, playing a happy little tune for her friends and anyone who's a little less judgmental. Just vibe as we walk down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, the shops uh, definitely have fair, reasonable uh, stock of, of most things. They've got long swords, short swords, different types of armor. Um, they have medical kits uh, in some of the apothecaries. Uh, they've got pretty much anything you're looking for. Now, here is situation with that though because this is such a lovely place uh most of the people who live here work here are i don't kind of well known they've made a name for themselves because it's fancy it's expensive um they will have jacked up the price for a lot of the stuff here um bare minimum some items are at least two gold over um to the point where uh, some of the more expensive stuff like say mithril armor which they have on display, is worth 6,000 gold. Yeah, he's nice. But no, it's Mithril. So, even that's probably lower than what Mithril's worth. I'm writing that down. Edith wants to try to find an instrumental or not a play. Uh, there is definitely a store known as the Symbol, which has uh, most instruments that one can find. Uh, he'll start looking at some strings. Okay. String Got any? Yeah, some string instruments. I'm trying to learn how to play a fiddle on a boat. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, right. Out, I mean, and besides working, what else are you gonna do? Fair. <laughs> Plus, we already got a woodwind player, and also, I don't think Kadeth would be very good at it. Fiddler on the boat. Tenor. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that movie. Okay, so you're looking for an instrument. You're looking for a stringed instrument, so we're looking at lutes and junk. Let me get down here. So, you have the choice between uh, a lute, a lyre, a schwamp, schwamp, I think, and a viol, which is basically a violin. Yeah. Viol. 
Yeah, and a Sham. Sham. Uh, yeah, Sham is a Sham is a a giant. Yeah, it's a thing. I think a dulcimer is also a yeah, string dul instrument. A dulcimer is like a mandolin. Uh, see how much money I have, and if I have anything I can sell. I do have something that I wrote down, but I don't know the cost on it, and I don't know what it's from, Corey. I have an extra silver ring. Did you get married recently? No. Hmm. Let's see here. Uh, silver ring... Probably worth about... Probably about just its, it's worth, uh, probably about three silver. Oh, darn. I thought maybe the artistry would be good enough to get me some money out of it. Um, I mean, if you need money, I do, for some reason I have this uh, necklace with a pearl uh, on it, and I, I, I think it was something we found before we went down the temple, but I, I don't remember what it did. Oh yeah, that did do. I think it's a necklace of water breathing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 it is. We should I'd, probably I'd, keep that. I was say yeah. someone else could take it. I I don't yeah. need to breathe anymore. Yeah, Kadeth can breathe underwater, so it's useful for half the party. Yeah. Ooh. Um. I'll ask about uh, a viol, I guess. Okay. Um. So let's see. The viol. The viol is usually about 30 gold pieces. Uh, this one has inlay of Mother of Pearl through it, uh, through the frets. Um, the uh, tuning pegs are marble, um, kind of matching that, that lovely Mother of Pearl uh, kind of look to it. Uh, the ones that they're going to sell here are of high quality. They will sell them for 50 gold pieces a pop. Mm. I don't think Kata's going to be picking up an instrument. I'm just trying to look over the instrument costs and what I have, which I have a total of... Let me just ask you if I could find anything for sale for 27 gold pieces. Uh, for 27 gold pieces, uh, there's a flute for five. Um... Let's see. Uh, there's a schwam for seven. I think a schwam is a like a giant, like almost like a what's it called a a didgeridoo. Oh, um, I'll find a picture of it. I think there's I think there's uh, something called a schwam. It's just kind of like almost like a a banjo. It's a string. I could be thinking of something else, but... A, uh, shawm is a conical bore, double-reed woodwind instrument made in Europe from the 12th century to the present day. It is basically the precursor to the oboe. Mm. Mm. What about a, a pan flute? 
That's uh, I think. Or a harmonica. But a harmonica exist? This is your old harmonica. That's a good sailing instrument. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. They have um. Oh, what's it called? Uh, the. Try me. I speak instruments, try me. It's that thing where you push it together and it blows the wind through the... An accordion? A uh, recorder. Oh, that that also thing. Yes. Uh, accordion? They do sell an accordion for somewhere between like 10 to 15 gold. That's very piratey. Yeah. That was a pretty straightforward instrument. Yeah. You know what? I'll pick up an accordion. What the hell? I'm adding it to loot. Fifteen gold? Yeah. Alright. Okay, we'll pick up an accordion. And it's a fancy accordion. Because it's from a fancy music store. Alright. Uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to casually assume I went with Kadith to the music store, because we're all kind of going to the stores. Uh, do they sell sheet music at the place? Oh, Does yeah. that exist? Um, okay. So they sell they sell empty bars uh, where you can just write your own. Oh, manuscript um, paper? Nice. I'm sorry? It's called manuscript paper. Okay. Um, they also sell uh, a few well-known pre-written uh, pieces. Um, okay. Each of them kind of like depend on price compared to, um, kind of say, what what uh, their popularity is is equivalent to. Okay. Can I ask the person who's I would presume running the store, and just say, um, do you have any, maybe, not so well known books of sheet music that, uh, maybe aren't going to be quite as expensive. Um, they do have some more obscure pieces. Okay. Um, but that's about uh, about two or three silver per sheet. Okay. Um, and it, it's something you're really gonna have to like look through to see if there's anything that kind of fits your. I wouldn't say like fits your style, but like yeah, you you would feel actually sounds good because a lot of them are being uh, kind of sold by um. You know, you know, uh, people yeah. who who kind of haven't like made a name for themselves or or just learning. Yeah, the the baby composers of the world, which is yeah. Um, okay, we can't reach you, music, and probably can't play an instrument. Um, but she is going to go through and find something that has words attached. Okay. She can't read the words either. But she's gonna go through, try and find something that looks interesting visually and has words on it. And she are, is going to buy it. What are the feelings of the song you're looking for? Uh, see if, uh, it, uh, if I may be straight up, Rook is looking for something Arya hasn't seen before. Okay. 
Uh, she has no idea what that means. So it can be literally anything you want. Roll me, um, roll me a d100. Happily. Fifty-five, sir. Um. Well, uh, it's freshly written, uh, kind of relatively new. Um, it is this Bobby almost uh, kind of. Uh, it's meant to be this Bobby happy song, uh, with strangely enough, it's uh, it's it's about uh, death. Um, Ooh. yeah, it's, it's, it's such a weird song, but it, it, I mean, it, it sounds, it seems like it would sound good. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Um, I can't read any of what's on the page. It is all scribbles to Rook. Um, but she will take it to the nice person who told her that it was probably about death and say, cool, I want this one. How much is it? Uh, he'll he'll just say it's do four silver. Um, not really well known, but it's a fairly large piece, plenty of lines. Uh, so he would most likely give you the uh, the sale for just the size of it. Um, Done. Yeah. Hand over my four silver. Now, I've been been looking for something because I talk about the. I'm going to share this to the to the podcast li- to you guys because I don't have rights to this this art, mm. but uh, eventually I'm working on something to to show everybody uh, what a uni fish looks like. But these are the <gasps> current variations of what they actually look like. Uni fish variation. Hmm. Cute. They look like koi. Oh yeah. yeah. Koi, like koi goldfish things. They're so cute. They're so pretty, and yet I want to kill them. Oh my god. They're so pretty. Why did you make them pretty, Cory? Why? Because they're deadly. That's a good answer. It's actually a very good answer. In nature, it's often true. Yep. Yeah. Anything brightly colored and pretty looking is probably bad. It it attracts things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or it warns them. Yeah. Don't touch me. I'm bright and red. Or yellow, <laughs> and stripy. Okay. I've done my civic duty in buying sheet music for no reason. I, I would say while they're shopping, I would. Probably sneak away. He's looking for where the homeless stay. Shut up. Oh my god! You're gonna eat a homeless guy? It's mean. I mean... You gotta do what you gotta do. Find a rich person. Yeah, eat the rich. Save the poor. Eat the homeless. I don't know... I don't want people to notice. I mean, I'm sure if a rich person just goes missing on the street... Chuck them out a window. They committed suicide. I don't even. 
The only thing I've actually like eaten is a soul, so I don't know what happens to the body. So that's fair. It does happen to the body, Corey? Who knows? Yeah, that's we're about to find out. <laughs> I, say, I think we're about to find out. <laughs> so yeah, I. I, as they're shopping for instruments, I'll go looking in the alleyways. For a little snacky snack. I hate that word. Turn of phrase. So a snacky snack? I, I got, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. So, roll me, roll me a D100. Let's see what your luck is like. <laughs> Probably not good. It's a 77. Um... There's a beggar. He has seen hard times. He is staying currently in this old piece of wood, kind of ramshackled hut with a couple of tarps laying on top of to stop the rain. Um, he is currently cooking uh, over a little spitfire underneath the tent. A rat. Um, it's pretty much the only one back here. Nobody else? No one. Not in this alley. In nah. the... Tyrus is gonna, like, look behind him, look around, and walk up to the, to the beggar. Do you notice me say anything or uh, he'll just kind of take a look at you he'll kind of look up from where he's sitting my uh in your way mm. i want to uh i want to make a wheel save to see what happens if i I'm going to roll it just to you. Alright. So we'll see what happens. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you something. Alright. Oh boy. Eat the homeless dust. Do it. <laughs> Don't. Guy. Die. He has had enough hardship in his life. Dosta's putting him out of his misery. He doesn't need any more hardship in his life. Alright. He'll like turn like turn away like half turn and like the eye, like his eye, like the eye that's still looking at the beggar, is kind of starting to go white, and a little like smoke pour. Like, like when any time he casts magic, he's starting to get that like skeleton look again. Yeah. But as he as he start, he like he's shaking, 
and then just reaches into his bag and drops five gold and puts it in front of the beggar and just walks away. Roll me a perception as you walk away. Uh, I think that's still to you. It, it, it's a 14. So, you're going to walk down this, this kind of longer alley. You're going to turn the corner, and then you're going to hear uh, rustling back in the alley, actually. I'm trying to look. Uh, turning around and peeking back, you're going to see that uh, there is this uh, man uh, strapped in like black leather uh, with a dagger to the homeless man now. And he is actually taking the money that you had given him. And then he's going to stab the gentleman. Never leave gold in a poor area. I can immediately fly into a rage and just bum rush the dude. All right, do it. Let's do this. Oh my god, yes. Don't forget to click asshole. off of discretion. Not good. Alright, and... Gonna, uh, I'm gonna have Dustbreaker and just be like... Like... Just kinda like put the blade up to him, like hit him with it. Ah. Yeah, you'll hit. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. Um, it won't kill him outright, but you, you've taken at least half his health in one strike. Uh, this man is going to come around with a dagger. Uh, he's going to attempt to kind of stab into your kidney area. Oh, 19 to hit. Ew. That hits. Three damage. Okay. It's still going to be holding him. It's like, why did you do that? Um, he He's actually not even really going to answer your, your question. He's just going to kind of look to you and, and just kind of growl in like this, this low, determined fuck off kind of voice where he's just going to say, get off me, you scaly fuck. Eat him. Hey, you can't call him scalies. Only we can call him scalies. Would I, would I know if he's, like, low enough for a consumed soul? Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Just. The, he's, uh, like, still holding him with the sword. He starts to open his jaw. And, like, his entire, like, face just goes to the skeleton lich with, like, what, like, the bone white face and horns just growing bigger and bigger. And he's just, it just consumes soul. You'll see this man shrivel. His skin will turn blackish. Uh, necrosis basically creeps in on him uh, from from like the face moving down most of the body. Uh, he will frail out uh, as if you've given this man... Uh, you've basically consumed all life essence. And for the first time in weeks... 
you feel as though you've sat down to a meal of the most amazing type. Uh, we are talking roast pork and chicken and mashed taste of gravy. We're, we're talking all the things that are just hearty and thick. And eventually this man is just going to crumble. Um, he's just going to uh, kind of fall. You're going to hear a couple of his bones not even be strong enough to hold him. They might snap uh, on his landing to the ground. Um, the man he stabbed, the homeless man, He's going to be holding his side, and he's going to stare at you in complete fear. Grab another for the road. Maxwell. First off, no. Second off, you can only do it once per day. Oh. Like, if he can, it's just he's holding the dude as... Until he's made, until it's just nothing but dust, and he'll he'll like like breathe heavy, look at the man in fear, I mean the penum looking fear, and just run back to the group. Just just so the man won't turn to dust. Um, yeah. Think mummified human being. Okay. Um. However, I, I want you to roll medicine before you run. Okay. That's going to go well. <laughs> Get advantage, um, mostly for, for one very thick and, and, and very interesting reason, and I'll explain it to you. Okay. Thick and juicy reason? <laughs> so there is this weird feeling that you when you look at him, you can kind of see not only his aura, but... Um, it's almost as if you can sense his vital areas, right? You're getting some sort of, some, like, vision that maybe might be connected to your lich situation. And you're noticing that this man has a likelihood of bleeding out within the next two hours. Especially from when he was stabbed. Then if he sees that and knows that, he'll. I'll, I'll get someone to help you. Don't, don't move. Stay right here, and, and he's gonna go to the grouping and get to see if he can find Arya. And and there's uh once he runs like runs into to you Arya. There's been a man. He's he's been stabbed out in the out in the alleyway. He, he doesn't have much long. Can you help him? Yeah, yeah, show me where he is. Lead her to, to where the 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 guy, if he's still there. Oh, he's the there. Okay. Um, in fact, with all the rain, the way the water is hitting, you guys will see the stream of blood kind of coming down the alleyway, which will eventually lead back to this man who has soaked his entire side, uh, just kind of clutching the wound. We'll um, sit down beside him, put our hand over the wound, and cast Cure Wounds, level 2. That's, uh, ooh, okay, 19 healing. Uh, you will have healed this man probably three times over. 
Um, the wound will, will kind of clean up, cure up. Uh, there will be a scar. Even magic will do so much. But uh, internally, he should be fine. Um, he kind of gets a little less pale, um, though you would probably suggest, knowing your medicine, uh, that he eats something. Uh, probably eats something decent to eat and drink uh, to recuperate the blood that he has lost. Did everyone else follow out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. 100%. So, if everyone else followed, I'd like the entire party to roll a perception. Yeah. So, am I still seeing the, like, auras? Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. <laughs> 17, 5, 19. I'm not, sorry, I'm still rolling a disadvantage. Sorry. Kath uh, got a cadets out of 17. Arya got a 5. Alex got a 19. And it works for Arya because she's more worried about healing this person. Yeah. Brooke and I are bodyguarding. Oh, yeah. I think Aram had to run to the restroom real quick. So, um. You two are going to notice. And it's going to be very obvious because from where this man is standing, there are trails of, like, blood droppings from, like, the knife itself that was used to stab him. Um, and then you're going to see, like, a, a patch of black blood uh, also on the knife, which was used to stab Zeros. Um, and then a couple inches uh, from that knife is the remains of a mummified humanoid, which just looks absolutely desiccated. Did it rook a glance? We'll return up. Telepathically. Zeros did this, didn't he? Nod. We gotta get rid of that body, don't we? I She can't say it out loud because she doesn't have the, tele, the telepathy. But she'll nod. And uh, she's going to grab the match out of her um, pocket. Flint oh. Um, or, I, I, yeah, I think, I forget what exactly I have. Give me just a second. I know I have something that does fire. I have tinderbox, yeah. I'll grab a, my tinderbox. And, uh, I don't have any alcohol, unfortunately. But Kidith. I will hold up the tinderbox. Kenneth will telepathically back again. It's raining really hard. What? I have a cantrip that I learned thanks to Aria that might be able to handle it. Nods. It won't be pretty. We should probably get you out of the rain, sir. They don't uh, really have anywhere to go. This is... He's going to tap the, the wooden place. This is my hope. Uh, Kedith, is there a local pub or anything where we can get, get him a drink or something like that? I'm sure I'd know. You would know that they would not serve him. But would they serve us? Most likely, yes. 
What about down uh, by the docks? Even, yeah, they wouldn't even let him get through the front door. What about like down by the docks? Like towards the towards like the more working class point part of town, like where Cadet would be from. It's, so it's Draftmore, right? This is the downside of Draftmore and what made Trigus become the the city that it is. Uh, they run homeless out. Um, if you can't afford to live here, you don't belong to be here. Um, and so they they keep the guards on alert to to push people out that can't afford it. Uh, can't make a living and honestly it's a bit of a surprise that this man is even here now wow this is the dark side of Rathmore uh, you have to see so the light dreadful. side quite honestly yeah the the I want you to think their their ways of dealing with like homeless are like the equivalent of those benches with like spikes on them. Yeah. Does the desiccated fellow look like he was a homeless too? No. Um, he looks more like a thief, uh, like a professional thief. A couple of daggers around his belt, leather armor that's well taken care of, dark colors. Um. Hadith hmm. will again telepathically message Rook if I'm gonna do this I mean we don't need the we don't need the locals on our tail we don't need to get held up we don't need to go to jail you should probably get everybody else out of here she will mouth out loud, that's what I'm trying to do. Look, let's just go find somewhere sheltered. This is, quite frankly, the scene of a crime, and I don't think any of us want to be here during... whenever the constables get here. Come on. I can carry the, the man if needed. She'll look very pointedly at Arya. Alright. Alright, let's go. Where are we headed? Oh, good job in a minute. Take your time. And Rook will just gingerly lift him. Uh, and put on some lay on hands just for good measure. Uh, we're just going to walk out of the alleyway. <laughs> okay. to wherever has cover. I'm going to telepathically message Zeros back here. Say that again, you cut out. You get back here. He just, he'll walk back there, but he's not saying anything. Alright. Is there a medieval equivalent of a dumpster? <laughs> I mean... I mean, back in these days, they would just throw you know, water and poop out. Stuff like that. They, um, it, it's a bit more magical here, so the roads are a lot cleaner. They don't really have a lot 
back here. It's like they pride this place on looking almost spotless. Uh, Is this like a dead-end alleyway? Uh, it's an L-shaped alleyway. All right. At the one that's closest to us, going through the door, after everybody leaves, I'm going to put up a mirror image that makes it look like the alleyway is empty. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you a question I never thought I'd ask. have to ask in D&D. &D. Uh, how many acid splash cantrips will it take me to take care of this? I'm willing to stay for a while. Um, 70 times. The smell will not be favorable. Yeah, but after a while, it'll get rid of all the, the flesh so that there won't be a smell anymore after it subsides. It'll cut rid of decomposition and everything. Uh, okay, if they'll just look at zeros. Watch. And then Kadeth will go to work on uh, acid splashing his body into nothingness. Covering for his friend. Um, sure. Uh, you will take a little while and eventually nothing will remain. Um, there will be this kind of like low ground divot uh, and eventually the acid will kind of mellow out uh, once it kind of inerts itself after dissolving what it can. Um, it's clear something here has gone on, but there are no trace of human parts or, or anything. Hmm. It's about look. the time that the illusion will go down. Yeah, it's all pointedly at zeros. I don't think I have it. I was having to do this. Oh, I didn't like doing that. I was just gonna leave the beggar alone. I mean, yes, I did come here, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. Then, as I walked away, after giving the, the man some gold, he attacked him. I fought control, and when he wouldn't give me a, a good answer, I just this point where where the acid where he acid splashed. Uh, safe to say, Corey, that we would have grabbed you know the pouch of gold and the daggers oh. off his body. Um, uh, two daggers. Yeah. Good um, fine craftsman. They're plus one daggers. Okay. Um, Not magical, just masterwork. Yeah. Um, so Kadith will give him a nod. I stand by what I said. I don't want to make a habit of doing this. I understand. I don't. I don't want to make a habit of doing this either. Well, at least you won't be a problem on the ship now. Yep. I'm feeling 
stated. Good to go. Thought he, yes, mine. Not so much. Me neither. Go find the others. Just nod and follow him. It looks incredibly like shell shock. He just melted a body, so he's not feeling too good. So not not as shell shock, but zero just looked sad. So. Imagine by the time we get by the time they get back, we have healed the man. Oh yeah, he's he was healed. Yeah. Uh, when Arya, okay. Yeah, so I figured. Is, so. I mean, he's still kind of like malnourished, but like he's homeless, so like. Well, yeah. Single meal really How much? Can't take him into like a actual establishment. Arya would have shared rations that she has. How much was in the thief's coin purse? Um. Twenty gold. Plus whatever dust gave him. So five. Oh man, if only I could have waited, I would have had to buy that accordion. <laughs> <laughs> I could have actually bought the viol. Aww. I think you like the accordion better. It'll be easier to learn, I think. Yeah. Um. um go on. Yeah, once we get back, since I don't eat rations, I will give my rations to the to the beggar as well. Okay. Just, just hand them to him and just be like, just sorry. And walk away. Um, he's going to put a hand on your shoulder before you even turn away. You don't have to be sorry. You saved my life. I I owe you everything. I hope one day I can repay you for this. You you turn out a hero. Ah, uh, he looks even more sad about that. He does to look the homeless up and down. How does he look like? Does he look like he could work a boat? Because <laughs> we could get him out of draft more. He he looks as though this has probably been his best meal in a month. Oh, honey. Um, his clothing is tattered. Uh, the soles of his shoes are basically flapping off. Feel like working somewhere so you can get to a better place. I, uh. Maybe. I, I just don't know any place that would hire me. Well, my captain needs crew. Oh, okay. I, um. It'll get you to Trigus. You'll. Another giant. Also looking for help. 
I wouldn't hire him either. Could I uh, go and see if I could find him? Where, uh, where, where do I meet you for this job? Ox by night. Understood. Um, he'll he'll tap zero on the shoulder again, like this, that like light pat, and then he's going to not not to the same alley, but he's going to head on down and then pass through another alley. Well, that happened. Dead. Cool. I'm glad we are all in agreement that that happened. We'll be okay, though. I'm hmm. sorry. Or what? I can't, I was, I'm causing y'all more trouble. Well, from what the man was saying, you did the right thing. Just perhaps the methods were less than convenient. Ada felt speak up. Even if they would have done it a different way. He would have gotten in trouble regardless. The city doesn't look too kind on the homeless. They wouldn't have cared if he was defending them. We've noticed the city doesn't look too kindly on anyone except its residents. Even then. I, I can't wait for nightfall. I'm ready to leave this place. Agreed. What time is it? 4 like p.m. Midday. Okay, cool. Alright. Well, I still desperately want to perform here before we leave. We're going to go make that happen, so at least we'll do something light-hearted before getting on a ship. That's good. I could use it. Anyone see a um, tavern or anything on the way this way? I'll lead us to a tavern. It's my hometown after all. Fabulous. And as as uh, Kaeth is leading us, Rook will ever so gently bump Arya with her shoulder and just say, Um, I, I got something for you. Oh, you don't have to get me anything. Oh, but we were at a music store, and I, I got, I got a thing. Uh, it, it's for you if you don't want it, which you might not. You might not want it. I wouldn't judge. Um, I'll attempt to figure out how to read it. Um, not that I have any use for it, but but I'm sorry. I'm going off a tangent here. Uh, and she will pull out the piece of sheet music and say, um. The guy said it was kind of like obscure. Oh, so, obscure is interesting. 
I, I figured you might, like, obscure. Because it seems like you know everything. So, here you go. And she'll just hand her the piece of sheet music. Uh, if we can manage to read it without destroying the parchment in the rain, we definitely yeah. read over it. <laughs> um, it is uh, very similar to what I described earlier. It's a, a peppy song, but oddly about death. Gonna grin looking at it and then try a trick that she hasn't done but I figured out that she can feasibly do. Um, where she'll start playing the flute and then set it off to the side and keep using um, I forget what spell it was. But one of her cantrips can create like little puffs of air to keep it playing while she's singing and then go through the music and play for Grok and sing quietly she's still not quite confident about other people <laughs> okay we're cool just listen do another Bye. performance but she'll be very excited about it and eventually she'll squeal and not even thinking she'll jump and give uh Rook a big hug and say thank you. It's so perfect. I love it. Yeah, no problem. I, I don't know. I, I'm not used to being able to give people presents. I think I'm going to try and find presents for everybody, but it's weird to have any form of money. So, sheet music. But it, it's good. It works. It, you, you like it's it? It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Rick just looks like a puppy on Christmas. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, let Let's go to tavern. Yeah, just you know, I'm. I actually think that I'll play this. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't know. See how that Drink. goes over with the people. Drinks are on me. Is that a promise? Hard. You might live to regret that, Cadith. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> I just came into a whirlwind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arya's immediately heading to see if she can perform at the tavern. Gonna go ask. Um, so they'll be mostly empty that night, uh, but also means they don't have a performer. Um, the place that you have found is called the Golden Sconce. Um, it is well lit. Uh, kind of, uh, fancier tables. Uh, the mugs and stuff you drink out are actually glass, not wood. Uh, very fancy stuff. Uh, however, that does mean that meat is relatively expensive. Um, it is a full gold per, per mug of meat. Oh my god. Xerus uh, uh, won't, won't uh, get anything, so you're good on that. Alright, who's drinking and how much? <laughs> Me and yes. <laughs> so, there's going to be something that's going to occur, and I want to do this before we get to the performance. Um, mostly because it ties in to what is going to... You know, it ties into what has happened already. But it also don't want to cut off Arya's performance in midway. So once we get settled, once we do a couple of things, uh, 
there are going to be a few guards that are going to come in through the front door um, alongside the homeless man. I knew it. I fucking oh, knew it. Motherfucker. I fucking, I was going to, that's why I paused when he said, can I go get my friend? I was like, he's going to narc on us. I know. Yep. So he is going to point to zeros and the guards and this gentleman are going to head over. Um, uh, I'll say he'll stand up as soon as he saw them walk in. Oh well, yeah, it's the it's the dwarven gentleman from earlier. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Zeros. Official uh, name, I believe, right? Zero process, yes. Party to the uh, what guild? What guild was it? Uh, the uh, Twilight Chosen. Yeah. He's come to our attention. You have dealt with a gentleman on the back streets of town. Is that correct? Yes. Wonderful. I will have you know the gentleman in which you have dealt with was wanted dead or alive for murder on multiple accounts. So I'm here to present you with the payment for taking care of such a person. Um, and he is going to uh, kind of pull up 200 gold. And hand it God. It's just going to look at like the, the money in his hand and just like... Uh, thank you. Oh, don't thank us. You took care of a very dangerous person. He had seven marks of murder on him already, and it seems as though he was working on an eighth. So, we are in debt to you. If you need anything in town, you let us know. I, I will. And if it weren't for your friend here, we'd never have known. It's just gonna be speechless. Like, just like you look at the 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 other, the beggar and just I I just like give him a nod. Like I, you don't know how to handle this situation. Ariel jump in and go. Okay, well the start is our friend here needs to be allowed in to eat. Done. Let's see to it that the uh, the appropriate people are informed that this man shall be served. Regardless of their uh, bigotry. Telepathically, Zero will get Sir on you. Yeah, nah, nah. Uh, right. Well, we will all let you enjoy. If there's anything you need, you know where to find us. Thank you, Sir Gethrick. Hey. You're welcome to stay for the performance. Not very many people here. Oh, I'd love to. Um, uh, but we have a sighting of the dragon up north, so we need to go and make sure that it's not turning its way around. Appreciate it. Good luck with that. Kate, it looks even more shell shock now, though. 
he just burned a body for no reason. Or melted, I should guess would be the more correct term. Well, somebody had to have dealt with it, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Now and he can't there, be revived. Uh, and yeah. there'll be more questions to ask, why is he a mummified thing? That's true. That, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Uh, Edith doesn't so, think of it that way, though. He just saw that he get the guy got rewarded for killing him, and Kate's like, "Oh, God. <laughs> I, what did I do?" I'm gonna take the <laughs> the bag of two hundred gold and just set it on the table and just say, "I uh, get drinks will be on me, but everybody take a. I'll give everybody a cut of it. I I don't need all this. It didn't do anything. That's your money. Yeah." I mean, take some of it. I'll take some of it, but it's... I'm not gonna be stingy. It's like, it's... Not being stingy. You earned it. If you really want to share it, why don't you at least keep a hundred of it for yourself? Uh, okay. I'll keep a hundred... Keep a hundred and twenty, then we can each take twenty ourselves. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I'll do that and just... Whatever's drinking... I'll pay for that. Uh, Kadeth will walk up to Arya before she's ready to go on stage. And he'll, like, kind of look over at the sheet that she has. And I, uh, your performance. You're muted. Oh. oh no! I forgot to I forgot to unmute myself after break. I remember to unmute at the microphone, but I muted myself on Discord. Um. So yeah, she'll just be all happy looking and go, "Yeah, uh, that would be great." I was really hoping to try out the. Uh, the recording thing, but I haven't quite figured out how to do both. We haven't found any crystals yet. Uh, time for another day. Um, for now, I was going to do the uh, the featherfall trick. Um, so maybe maybe some fog, maybe some. Um, I don't know. I trust you. I'm sure you'll figure it out as we go. I see the piece. Yeah. She'll hand it over. He'll look it over. It said it's like a poppy song about death. Yeah. Alright, so he'll think of what needs to be the major image, and then let me just double check something really quick. It's just a giant skull. No, no, no. <laughs> Flowers and rainbows. Yeah, um, I actually can do both. Um, I can do I can do major image and prestidigitation. Um, because that's not a concentration. So, Kenneth will read it over. I got you. And I'll hit it back. Thank you. Read over it one more time before going. He'll crack his Crawling out. <laughs> She'll climb up on stage and then using 
levitate, she'll get up until she feels she's high enough and start out there. Roll our performance. I'm gonna roll using the elven flute. I haven't done that in a while. Ooh. Does she get advantage for the prestidigitation and the major image? Yes. Yes. There we go. That's oh, cool. <laughs> Damn! Those are Kate is really bringing it home. <laughs> oh I'm lucky today. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming that the song starts off all poppy and happy, and then the minute it gets to the chorus, it starts talking about death or whatever, she's going to do the cross arms turn around and let herself fall back using Featherfall into whatever um, fun thing Kata's created for her. This done. is also her first performance live actually singing and not just playing music or dancing. Yeah. Since it was poppy but about death, he would have made it like a lightly fog-covered graveyard that was well attended, like with flowers and all the graves and all that kind of nice stuff around it. And then when she does her fall thing, he'll do like little little sparks that follow her down as she's going. <laughs> Yay, we did it. Mass applause. Yes, me, yes. Um, let's do this. Uh, roll me a d12, 10, and a d8. Numbers. Numbers. 4, 10, 1. Mm -hmm. So the d12 was a 4, 10 was a 10, 8 was yes. a 1. You get 4 silver, 10 gold, and 1 platinum. Whoa! <laughs> <gasps> oh my god. I mean, you got a 30 on your performance now. Come on. That's fair. Yeah. Um, she's immediately going to give the 10 gold to Cadus and thank him and give him a big hug for helping her shove the platinum in her pocket. How much is it a platinum? 10. 10 gold. No. Oh. Wonderful. Beautiful performance. Couldn't have done it without your help. I'll give a rare smile and a nod. And then break concentration so that the thing doesn't the graveyard doesn't stand there for ten minutes while everybody's just hanging out. Urkel and Arya and and Cadith. Uh just meads. Why are Straight you to the putting dome. it on your head? Straight to the dome. I'm doming it. <laughs> Do me a favor. Here's what I'd like to do. What? Um, you've performed a bit uh, already, Aria, and you have been kind of attempting to get your name out there for a bit. Yeah. Um, so we're going to start you off with, uh, we're going to say 20% popularity. Roll me a D30 and see what we can add to a popularity meter. 
Sorry, I got very excited by the introduction of a new mechanic. Uh, a Yay, D30. Popularity yes. meter. 21. Does <laughs> that put you at, uh, I think you said, what, 20 on the meter? Yeah. That put you at 41 popularity out of 100. Wow. Hey. Big performance in a uh, expensive town. Mm -hmm. I knew it would be important. A very popular performance with a critical on your performance, exactly. So. Yeah. I'm so sad that I didn't have any crystals to get the, the music thing working. I desperately wanted to do that, and then I remembered I didn't have any crystals. Well, there's. I think there is one in the machine. Is there one? Yeah, you could record either visual or audio. Up to you. Oh, okay. Going back, um, since Cadith was doing two things at once, she's going to go over to Rook and put the camera in Rook's hand and go, okay, I'm going to set it to record audio. All you need to do is twirl this thing. Just keep moving it. How, how fast or slow? She'll sit I mean... there and she'll think for a minute and be like, just... And she'll show. Yeah, there you go. She'll, she'll do it. Okay. I hope I do it right. The only thing I can picture are those monkeys with the... <laughs> <laughs> Is it sad? I was thinking the same thing. Organ grinder monkeys, yeah. Yeah. Rook just turns it at exactly that tempo. Like, exactly. <laughs> just is so focused on the recorder. When... It... I went... I was going to say, when Good. you finish your performance, um, give Kadeth the hug and the gold and stuff, he'll ask you a question. He'll he'll say, Can I see that machine of yours? It's got interesting writing on it. Yeah, of course. Rook is still turning. Run it. back over. Rook uh, gives us our mead. Let's see. Um, I did want to already say something. Yes, you can stop. Okay. Thank you, beautiful. She's going to grab the mead, grab the thing, and pass it over to Cadith. Okay. I'm sorry, did you just say what I thought you said? Beautiful? No, I'm, that's me asking. Sorry. Oh. Did you okay. say, Out did of you character, say... yes, she did. Yeah, okay. Just in For... passing, and she's handing the camera over to Cadith. Cadith will... Freezes. Cadith will grin slightly. And it'll grin slightly and telepathically, Rook. You'll get a told you. What did you? What? <laughs> oh. Fucking hell! And Rook is going <laughs> proceeded down a mead. He's got the device in one hand and he's drinking the mead with the other and looking over all the writing on it. Corey, can I Man. make out anything on it that might help? Uh, on what exactly? On her machine, because he says filled with arcane runes, and Kadith can read anything. Because of boom. Yeah, eyes of the rune keeper. Love that. Um, I mean, it's it's just runes of how it works. I mean, it outlays a magical outline of either being able to record music or, or audio. Or, yeah, audio or visual. I assume make... it's like mathematic runes. Could I make a roll to try to like an arcana roll to determine if there'd be a way to make it so it would do both? Oh, Ari already knows that it that. can do both. <laughs> yeah. Well, how she's do you know? Yeah, she's already started working on it. 
Oh, yeah. I was asking if I could help along with the process by using the eyes to give more insight. Um, I don't think there's anything that she didn't get or discern from her studies on it. She rolled pretty decently high, so um, you would be able to read the same information she would have gathered previously. And do I know... Sorry, I was going to say one of those. You can only interact with this object once per day, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kate doesn't know that she found all that stuff out anyway, so he'll hand it back to her. I think you could get it to do both. Yeah, I think so. If you look at the runes over here, I think that if I just change them slightly... I might be able to get it to use both functions at the same time, but I think it might be a little janky until I can figure out how to actually change the components of it. When you can find out how to make it do both when we can fix it. I, uh, stored all your performances in memory, so I can do the major image and you can record that. Thank you, Kate. It's actually very sweet of you. Very helpful. Hopefully at some point we'll be able to go back to Croco when I'm a little more confident and actually book out one of the larger performance centers. I'd be willing to put into that. <laughs> but we should probably get to the docks. We don't want the boat to leave without us. Very good point. Does everyone feel uh, happy enough with the amount of alcohol we've had? Oh yeah. This is our new, um, uh... Almost friend going to be there too? Maybe. How much did y'all drink, by the way, so I know what to take off? Probably more than we had one. A significant amount. Two. <laughs> I think Rook needs to make some con rolls. I think maybe. <laughs> Should I make a con roll, Corey? Do you think? Two. Sure. Okay, I feel like I have drunk enough to make a con roll. She was too drunk and she fucked up the recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, that well, was after the recording. She spanned it the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing recorded backwards. God. I mean, we I was check. given a very clear instruction and I followed it. The song turns out to be uh, an good. ancient summoning yeah, ritual. <laughs> oh yeah, if you play it backwards. Uh huh. At most, you you have a very calming, relaxed buzz. You're still completely in control. Okay. And make unimpaired judgment. We'll see how long that lasts. Alright. So I'm gonna say three from Rook, one from you... Art, two from you, and one from both y'all, Aram and Arya. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's seven. That's seven drinks, so that's seven gold. Not too bad. Yeah. I hear a cat. Yeah, I, bought an accordion. I bought an accordion and I'm still 40 gold richer than I was when I started the night. <laughs> that's that's my cat. She's very talkative. Oh, oh yeah. Mine's been screaming most of the recording. She's just been outside my room. Did you guys see my cat jumping into my lap when we started? Like he was sitting here, he was messing with my microphone for a good <laughs> 20 minutes. I don't know where he's gone now, but. Okay. All right, let's the, the docks. Yeah. Hey. 
Well, I'll lead the way to the docks. Uh -huh. Sorry, I'm uh, prepping it. Um, okay. So you guys will head on down to the docks. Uh, the ship will be readied. Uh, there is going to be uh, a lot of people finishing up just the small crates of stuff, so extra rope. Um, they're making sure they've got a few planks of, of lumber in case there's anything that needs to be repaired along the way, patching holes, especially knowing that they're about to go up in an area that could or could not have unifish. Um, so they, they tried to prepare as much as they could, even for the worst case scenario. Um, the, the captain would happily kind of watch you guys head over the gangplank and onto the ship, uh, and he will say... Is the homeless there with us? Yes, yeah. Actually, he's already put him to work. Uh, oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, he, he's, he's put him to work. He's given him new clothes. Um, clothes that are going to be more suitable for working, so new shoes. Um, he's got more of like a, a flowy white shirt than the, the tatteredness that he had before. Um, and pants that won't get caught up in raking and stuff like that. The raspy voice feller told me to come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so the moment you guys kind of come up onto the deck, he's going to kind of look to you. All right. Listen. Uh, girls, guys, different sleeping quarters. Girls, third deck below. Men, second deck. Galley, first deck below. Captain's quarters is under the steering wheel. If you need anything, you come there. However, do not wake me up in the middle of the fucking night. I swear to God, I will put a fish up your ass. Rook just raises hand in question of gender and then puts it back down. Yes, poor girl. Hey. Cool. What? Don't worry about it. Kate will get to work immediately, helping rig up the sails and do all that stuff. Cool. Like right. it's been well, nothing. He's figured out what he's supposed to do. So. Um, he's going to, to arm, he's going to give you a bucket and a knife. Okay. You're on barnacle duty. Okay. Um, he's going to look to Arya and give her, uh, ropes. He's going to put, uh, like, a couple of, like, like, other ropes kind of, like, to the side. All rigging needs to be replaced every so often. If you see anything that is about to die, it is your job to place it. If any of these ropes snap on this ship because of old age, it's going to be your ass. Gotcha. Good. Um, he will come over to Zeros and he will shove a broom in your hand. You see this? Tech swab. <laughs> yes. When it's not clean, you're still scrubbing. Fair enough. When it's clean, I got Dragon Ale with me. We can chill. Nice. I'll take you up on that, and they'll start, like, scrubbing. I'll look to Rook. And you. Uh -huh. He's going to unrope uh, a, a piece of rope, and he's going to hold it taut. He's going to hand it over to you. Let's see if you can handle that. What is it? Give me a strength save. Or an athletics. Okay. <laughs> Bet. You got this. All right. You can He's do like it. 
Nice. 16. Good. Good. All right. You're on sales. I got an entire group of people. These are very heavy. If for any reason we cannot lift or put them down, that deals damage to the ship. It is your job to make sure that when I say sail up or sails down, they make it there. You understand? I understand. Cool. We lose a ship. Your ass. Cool. Cool. Also, hmm. just wondering, not trying to be a dick, what exactly are you? I've never seen, you know, you're general. You're pretty big. You're burly. It's impressive. It's kind of cool. I'm just wondering. Rick actually laughs out loud. I think that's the first time in this campaign she's gotten that question. What are you? Yeah, <laughs> she just goes, uh, well, first of all, darling, I'm a mess. Uh, second of all, um, right, let's just say uh, when an orc and an elf love each other very much, they make a me. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. I'm a mixed breed, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you, sir? Uh, my mother was white, my father was blue. I'm a little bit on the mixed side, so to speak. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah. means, but cool. Again, not trying to be a dick, I just... No, you're succeeding, education. though. Uh, okay. My apologies. Right. It's fine. I haven't gotten that question since I left home, so you know what? It's kind of a it's kind of a nice change of pace. Fair enough. All right, well, I will let you get to it. Mm. Um, he will kind of head up to the main deck. He will grab his hat. Uh, it's this three star pointed thing. He'll pull it forward. His like, um, kind of like scaly kind of stuff is kind of like dripping out the back of the hat. Um, he'll call out for high rigging, so I'm going to need an athletics check. Uh, for me, too. Uh, yep. Oh, a five. Unless I have advantage for doing you, you this. You have advantage because so you've been doing this for years. Yeah. I have yeah. also proficiency in water vehicles. Yeah, so. Uh, 18. Nice. So, rigging is going to go up. Um,. Aria, you're going to see one of the riggings holding the side of the rope. It's old. It's crusted. It's got some moss on it. It's going to need to be replaced. Uh, go ahead and give me a... We'll do... What do you think you could use? I have no like, idea. I'm very light of hand sounds good for that. Yes, light of hand does sound good. But oh, I yeah. To see if, uh, I don't know, acrobatics yeah, Let's even. do slide of hand. Slide of hand it is. Right. Acrobatics and sleight of hand are the same, so either of those. It's a 10. It works. I mean, that's solid. Yeah. Um, you can get it tied down before you can change out the rope, and eventually that will be done. Arm, roll me in athletics, because you're going to need to hold on as this ship jerks getting wind pulling away from the docks. Because you were... Let me explain exactly what your job is. There is this wooden seat with two ropes with knots on the back of them. And you throw it over the side and you all but like climb down it like you would like you're like rock climbing and then sit there and you would just like pick barnacles off the side. So you are just hanging 
off the ships, this thing starts calling. It's an eight. You're going to slip. Um, but you're not going to fall in. Um, go ahead and give me another athletic. See if you can pull yourself up. 18. Oh, yeah. It takes a minute. It gets you right off guard. Uh, you you kind of all but fall. You get back in there. You grab one of the ropes. You wrap it around your thigh and sit there on that piece of wood as you're slowly pulling off these barnacles. Um, zeros, uh, roll me a d20. Let's see how good that, that ship deck brushing is gone. All right. 16. Pretty solid. Brush the uh, hell out you, of that deck, dog. Yeah, yeah, you brush the hell out of it. Any wood or, or like, old pieces of shit just falling off or trash people are throwing. You found this really nice, like, opening at the bottom of one of the wall, walls. It's just, like, this mm-hmm. thin, thin line. You just sweep the shit right off. It's arm in the face with whatever is coming down off the top of the deck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just shit falls on arm. Hey, all I'm um, focusing, he said dragon ale, and I ain't had that since I've been be- since I've left Luxbar. So, oh, honey, you guys will head on off the first day in your travel on the seas. The rain is heavy, no thunder, but the water is rough. It is probably going to be one of the hardest trips you guys will ever make. Mostly because, like I said, how rough this shit is. Um, let me give us some sounds to... Arum is eating some of the barnacles she's popping off the side of the ship, by the way. <laughs> nice. Rook is dying. <laughs> Rook, Rook and Kadeth got like... Sitting there like Arnold Schwarzenegger movie with just their muscles rippling, pulling ropes, doing yeah, back to back. Just well, I'd say a lot of the guys have just completely removed shirt because they want to save them from being wet, and they're stored down below. Hot. Yeah, same with me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you just get away with not wetting your boots and getting like you know athlete's foot and any of that wet stuff on you. They're gonna take it. Yep. So I, I, I DM'd you, Corey, but I feel like it's a question worth asking out loud. We've established Rook is prone to seasickness. Uh-oh. How's that go? Uh, roll me a constitution. Okay. Save? Yes, please. Okay. Good thing that you uh, succeeded your save from the alcohol. Not well with a nine. Yeah, I was going to say, uh... do, do I need to roll at disadvantage because of the alcohol? Roll me a D100. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're going to throw up on Zeros' poor floor. Well, the water is going to do a lot yeah, of that. That's a 76. So, unfortunately, I did hear it, Arm. Um, <laughs> you're going to head to the side. You're going to turn uh, down. And you're going to let it loose. And then you're going to oh, see honey. poor Arm. I'm Covered so in so rain. No, it's just not a great day, Arm. <laughs> you throw up on me. I'm sorry. Fuck it out. Rook is gonna move oh, wow. like five feet to the left. <laughs> and <laughs> to Arm not just do that moved. again. She moves five feet to the left to just to do it again. Yeah. And the, the wind. fucking wind yeah. drops it right in my face again. <laughs> oh no! Not again! I tried! Go to the um. other side. Zeros. Yeah. At some point, the captain is going to come to you, and he's going to come with three things of equipment. 
two large baskets held onto a rope, and then two fishing lines. He's going to tie in this, this like, chicken leg to the bottom of these baskets. He's going to toss them out into the ocean. Then he's going to hand you a fishing rod, and he's going to cast. Do me a favor. Let's roll a couple of survivals today. I want to see what you guys are able to catch. One thing I want to do, by the way, Corey, before we do that, is uh, Kadith will take his lucky charm that he has as a sailor, tie a little bit of twine around it, and then go over to a rook. What? Put this on. Right. It'll help with your seasickness. Just stares at him. Just do it. You promise? Yeah. Okay. And then he'll he'll touch it really quick and cast prestidigitation on it to make it smell like ginger. Because ginger helps with motion sickness and nausea. Smart ass bitch. Old sailor trick. What the fuck? Okay. Uh, how many survival checks? And uh, I will also say. Let's do three. Okay. Maybe we should do it on the other side because Aram has been. Don't want to hit Aram with anything else. No. Oh, he's taking you to the rear of the boat. Okay. That's what I say. Let's not try to hook Aram. Yeah, so if you. He's going to basically show you that if you fish from the side, the waves, the wind, all that is going to push the line backwards anyway. Mm. Where if you if you do a lot of this fishing from the back end of the fish, uh, from the back end of the boat, a lot of those fish or anything that can be following will mostly be perturbed by the uh, the closeness of the waves. So you're going to cast far out. Okay. And a lot of this is just going to be trailing behind the boat. Also, am I still seeing the oars? No. Oh. No, that was a short period of time, probably for about two or three hours. Then everything kind of came back to normal. Uh, It's almost like you went into this primal state for a bit. That's a little concerning, but okay. (laughs) Three three survival. One, two, and three. I love how we had nat 20 and a nat one. (sighs) Okay. Duality of dice. The (laughs) first one you're going to catch is uh, a a large sea bass. Um pretty good uh probably feed about two or three people um and then you're going to catch something on the line that i'm going to need subsequent uh rolls for actually okay um do me a favor and roll me a athletics check can i like feel like i feel like the like i'm guessing i feel like the tug like it's fighting me oh yeah okay can i go into a raid to get an advantage on this (laughs) sure all right Piss, fish, get out of here! Uh, uh, get in the boat! This is the I most violent like fishing trip. Fish. I, oh, I yeah. think uh, as you rage against this thing, the captain's going to be like punching you in the arm, just like excitedly, but it like <laughs> keeps that rage up and keeps you going. <laughs> 15. We're going to do one more. Okay. You're going to start reeling this thing in, and this is going to keep fighting, and you're going to feel like the line rip from the cord almost, and then you're going to reel it back in. This is going to rip more out, but you're slowly making this thing inside. Go ahead and do me a little bit of athletics with advantage. Okay. 
21. You're going to pull this thing in, and you're going to be kind of flabbergasted for a minute. This orangish white fish stripes with black dots throughout of it. It's going to slowly make its way onto the deck, and then you're going to notice what's on it. A seven to eight foot horn protruding it from its head. Now, this thing is the size of nearly a halfling. Just its body, not to mention the horn. This thing could probably feed the entire boat chopped up and put it into a stew. Yum. <laughs> well, uh, I'll be like, like, grab it to hold on to it so it don't try to swim off the thing and, and look towards his cabin like, what do we do? <laughs> we eat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. However, you're going to hear a whistle on the boat. Kadath, you know this whistle all too well. Oh, no. The bells are going to start ringing. Um, things are not going to start going quite as you planned. Um, one of the people from the crow's nest are going to scream down to the entire ship. The water shifted. The school is coming. Oh, God. Someone pull our arm back. We're not losing another druid. And that is where we're going to end for the night. I knew it. Oh, no. yep. God perfect, damn perfect, it. perfect spot. Yep, I knew it. <laughs> we're not losing another druid. Thank okay. you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for enjoying in the adventure and following us. Please remember to like, subscribe, follow. Check us out on Podbean. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify. We are all there. But don't forget, we have a new podcast coming out first of next year. Night Owl Radio. It is a radio drama for mythical creatures and fun, fun times. So. With that said, I want to thank Cobalt Press for Tomes of Beasts, Creature Codex. Wonderful books. We use them all the time. Thank you, Sirenscape, for this lovely sound effect that we have behind us today. The lovely boat, the rigging, the sounds of rain, and all that fun stuff. Wouldn't be able to do this without you. It really, really sets the mood. And it is just something that we, I personally, love having. Um, so, yeah. Thank you, and remember, keep your opportunities open. Ah. Oh my god, I was thinking about that as he was reeling that thing in. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. minute I like, saw the nat 20 was giving him a uni fish, I was like, oh, okay, the nat one's going to be a schooly uni fish. It's going to be the rest <laughs> of it. <laughs>